fabricate a convincing tale. How is one to know about love and such things if one cannot discuss them or read about them? You have only to ask me. I can always tell you exactly what is or is not suitable for a grace-over of Sotheby Abbey, and rubbishy novels are highly unsuitable. She shuddered in disgust and added sharply, I forbid you... Do you hear? Absolutely forbid you to read such housemaid's trash again. Love. <laughs> Love is only for the lower classes who can afford to become quite ridiculous under its influence, or for those fools who've forgotten their station in life. Fools like my younger brother Warren. Eleanor smothered a sigh. This was one of her grandmother's favourite cautionary tales, and was regularly trotted out and held before them as a warning. Look what happened to him, continued the dowager. Married for love, dead in a year, wife and child left living in poverty. It is I who have had to provide for poor Beatrice. My brother's fate is a lesson to us all to remember our station in life and maintain our standards accordingly. She breathed deeply to calm the anger that always boiled in her even so many years later at the memory of her favourite brother's defection. Like their father, she'd never forgiven him for marrying the daughter of a low-born apothecary. A disgusting mesalliance. However, her doctor had forbidden her to fly into rages, on pain of bringing an apoplexy upon herself, so she managed to swallow her temper. She needed desperately to go on living for a while longer. She continued more temperately. "'That is why I have never encouraged Beatrice to get married,' My father quite rightly cut my brother off without a penny when he made a runaway marriage. She therefore has no money, and to marry without money is the height of improvidence, as I have told her many times, have I not, Beatrice? Beatrice nodded, her eyes shaded with pain, but said nothing. Not, continued the dowager, determined to be fair, that Beatrice could not have found herself some curate or gentleman farmer who would not care about her lack of dowry. She is a dense, after all, and she's pretty enough to attract some gentleman's attention, were she to set her mind to it. She takes after her mother there, more's a pity. Fortunately, she also takes after our side of the family in her common sense, and it is this which has saved her. They both turned to study Beatrice, who sighed and picked up her embroidery with fingers that trembled slightly. Like Eleanor, she'd heard all this before, and over the years she'd learned not to let it upset her. Well, not much. Lady Marguerite had taken her in when she was Eleanor's age, and could well have afforded to provide her niece with a modest diary, but it had never been forthcoming. And Beatrice, who'd seen her mother cough her life away in a damp cottage, had at first been too relieved at being given a home to do anything that would upset her ladyship. As she grew older, she'd grown gradually accustomed to her role as the Dowager Lady Graceover's unpaid companion, and had developed a genuine affection for her aunt. But once in a while she couldn't help thinking wistfully how pleasant it would be to marry and have a home of one's very own, and even perhaps to have a family. She'd always loved children, which was why she'd welcomed the chance to help raise Eleanor, also orphaned. But it was not the same as having a child of one's own. "'In future, kindly do not forget what you owe to the family,' continued the dowager, her anger subsiding. 
I have better things planned for you, Eleanor, than falling in love. You will be the last of the Graceovers, more's the pity, but you're rich enough to seek a husband among the true nobility. Her ladyship had no opinion of newcomers, whose families had only been ennobled in the past hundred years or so, and in the days when she still moved in society, had been known to snub them directly if they approached her unbidden. For the past few years, however, arthritis had chained her to her chair, and county society, what little there was in the neighbourhood of Sotheby Abbey, had had to come to her. Eleanor risked rekindling the wrath. "'What have you got planned for me, Grandmama? "'May I not know?' "'No, you may not, Miss. "'I'll tell you what you need to know when the time comes. "'In the meantime, you may go and practice your music. "'I want a word with Beatrice.' "'Eleanor picked up her embroidery for her ladyship.